everybody, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast, where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and as always, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you? I'm doing much better than I was the other day. Thank you so much for asking. How are Why you? Why were you not doing well the other day? What other day? Oh, when we recorded the bonus episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know that you're actually doing that much better. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I feel like you're still in that same nexus place but okay <laughs> sure aren't I thought you i was no i thought i was doing good oh, okay i'm glad i feel I, lighter I, like i feel lighter all right even though nothing's changed we're not getting into that on this podcast okay <laughs> I, I, I mean I look i haven't gotten into any specifics but i'm just okay. saying got it um but i'm glad you know light is good light is fun I don't feel very light, but I think it's because I'm starting to feel like the transition of the seasons. Yes. Like everything's gearing up at work for September, which is sort of, I mean, that is like the beginning of fall and that's where we get really busy and I'm just starting to really feel like, oh, the summer is dead. It's like you're getting the summer scaries. Yeah, but I actually hate the summer. So like ultimately it's a fine transition, but I don't like, I don't find the summer to be relaxing. Oh, the thing about like I just get really excited for fall and the pumpkins and the basic bitch of it all, but like yeah, I'm also just the fear of like coming. winter. Oh, see, I love winter. You know, I'm a big. My I favorite just don't do season well in is spring. Spaces. Got I like it. every season except summer. Honestly, summer is my least favorite season. It's too fucking hot. Yeah, and I think more uh, people need to be honest about that. I well, think, I think we're it depends creating a safe you, space. I think it depends on where you live. If I lived in San Francisco, summer seems perfectly fine. In Baltimore, in which I'm under a swamp, right? It feels like my personal hell. Yeah, you, know, you can't. You can barely go outside. And I just feel like every August, I always get a sty. Yeah, sounds about right. Every August, it's like clockwork. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with you. My body's shutting down. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so what should we chat about before we get into this episode? I mean, I guess for the broader audience, I did go and see Beyonce. I did almost die. We recapped that on the bonus episode that you can yeah, get on Patreon. So if you want to hear more about the struggle that I went through to have the greatest experience of my life, <laughs> that's over there on Patreon. But no, Beyonce brought me basically back to life and that mm-hmm. I was basically almost murdered. Yeah. You also almost murdered someone. Yeah. Things there, were foot and it was a mess. Murder murder was a foot. Yeah, it was a terrible two and a half hours. Yeah. Scary. And I, you know, I wanna tell everybody that I've been into a little show lately called Yellowstone. It's an indie show. You know, not many people have seen it. It's so good. I highly never recommend watch a frame. Well, I don't God. think you have to recommend it. I Chris, think it's the most popular show on television. I know. So I you're was, basically. I was joking. I hope people really find it. Yeah, I hope people can seem to I figure out I'm where the to only get at it. Who hasn't seen it? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, like when Gracie and I recap it to each other, like we sound like two stay-at-home moms in 1983 smoking cigs and just talking about days of our lives like we sound like we're talking about the craziest shit that's ever happened we're like did you see that lady with the pole through her chest like well that's like Grey's Anatomy no 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 Chris it's crazier than Grey's 
It's I, I will genuinely never watch it. I hate that creator of the show. Oh, I, I don't know anything about him. He's one of the worst him. filmmakers. Oh, I just mean his movies. I don't know anything about his Oh, I don't life. know. I didn't know he made movies. Yeah, he made this movie called Hell or High Water, which I thought was truly the only time I wanted to strangle Chris Pine. Or hmm. was it Chris Evans? One of them. One of the, but not the bad, the worst Chris. Was Me? it Pratt? Oh. Um, no, it wasn't Pratt. It was definitely Pine or Evans. He's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. I also just don't need to see white men in the, like on horses. Like it, The only person I'm genuinely interested in seeing on a horse I saw on Sunday, and that is Beyonce. <laughs> Other than that, everyone get the fuck off horses everyone and shut the, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> I have to tell you, like I'm, I'm enjoying myself. You know, I know. Look, everyone. And here's the thing. It's and the this perfect what, show to help me heal my ankle. Yeah. And this is what I want to tell people also. I think that when we like things... Mm-hmm. And I get this. It can feel so personal and Mm. you want to suggest it. But you also have to accept when people are like, I'm good love. Oh, I I'm accepting. Like not, it. but I you know some people like some I people mean, get some, like really upset and they want to like or like their why case. haven't you watched it yet? And I'm like, I, I look. I'm like I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls. I can't. And also look when I told you, oh that sounds interesting. That was a lie. Right. <laughs> that was a lie. And that's I'm okay. trying to think of like, you know people like always are trying to like talk to me about movies and like i've just discovered i'm not a movie girl that's okay too it's like, just like when people i don't rarely like watch things movies. i don't like like when i'm screaming into the void about the lost daughter and people are like i didn't like it i'm always just like okay you don't have taste but like there was no you didn't need to report back to me yeah i don't think that's how you react i think it's a little harsher <laughs> No, I mean, you don't have taste, and that's okay. But I also mm-hmm. didn't tell you to watch it. I just said, hey, mm-hmm. I love this. Well, I'm telling people to watch Yellowstone. If you just want, like, something that gets your attention, there's lots of cowboys, like, a lot of chaos. Um, people keep saying it's, like, a Western succession, and, guys, that's so wrong. It's definitely not. Yeah, and I, I should also add, as I told you and Grace, succession was the last white show I was going to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do it no more. Yeah. And even they let and then you watch colored people in. Real Houses of Orange County. <laughs> well, that is like, a, you're saying that like I started that this season. Right. Okay. I've been watching that show for 14 years. Like, yeah. what don't you under... My sentiment was, I'm not starting a new show. I've been with Vicky and the gals. You're, re- you're on one today. When did that show start? 17 14? years ago. Wait, this is season 17? Yes. I thought it was 14. Nope. Oh, 17, Chris. Oh my God, we're barreling towards twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. got to get out. It started 20. in like two thousand six. Much like Grey's Anatomy, I think I might have to break. Maybe that's a new rule for me. Nineteen is where I cannot watch a show for twenty seasons. So I think, honestly, with the way that OC is going, I'm like they're gonna get to twenty, and it's gonna be great. No, don't worry, they'll fuck it up in two seasons. I would like to. You say that. this about Bravo. Like, we will be calling for Tamara to be fired in a year and a half. Ugh. We'll be like, I fucking what? hate. Chris, then we I... will. Then it'll go down again. And two years later, for we'll be like, get her back. Yeah. So we're we'll always going to be on the same cycle mm-hmm. with these women. And in and in terms of cycles, you know, there are so many life cycles. And one of them are the reviews of this podcast because sometimes we're flying high, mm. and then we're taken down. The notes start coming. Well, not you. You're getting beautiful reviews. It's all I me am? and my negativity. Oh. Yeah, they're like, we, <laughs> guys, and here's what I have to say about the negativity. Okay. This show is not good. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel I can very firmly say that is one of the like 
few people on the internet last year who was screaming that this was that and just like that season one was the greatest show on television. Chris, you thought everyone loved Chadias. That's how but much you Ch- loved the show. Chadias out of it. Because no, but I'm that's just like saying its like, own th- specific thing. That's like I'm just saying like you loved it that much. I defended every choice this show made. You did. Rewatched all of season one. Defended costumes, Lisette. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I can't even remember some of the wild. I think your, I think your saw. only complaint last season is you just like didn't think Franklin was that hot. I think that was like your I, only complaint. I don't even think I cared about Frank. No, I don't even think I cared about him because he didn't really show up to the last episode. And we loved That's that elevator saying. moment. No, but we loved that elevator moment. My complaint about his hotness started at the top of season two. Mm. Now I didn't care for that gentleman who threw up on her. That's what I meant. Who, that no, guy, I, whatever Peter. His name, Peter, whatever. Wait, wasn't that the guy she dated this season's name? Peter? No, that's his name in real life. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't have a name on that bicyclist. I don't either. Um, Mr. Mariska Hargitay. Um, so I feel very firm in my ability to say season two of this show is bad. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems is, is that it's actually somewhat better Mm-hmm. And so we're living in this strange space of mediocrity. Like the show isn't crazy like it was in season one. And yet it's not good. So now it's just sort of like it, the episodes just wash over you. Then I tell you, and I think this might be the problem for some of the listeners. We have to watch this show multiple times before we hop on this mic. I've got it basically rolling mm-hmm. Thursday morning from the minute I wake up to the minute we hit record. And we record in the morning. I've seen this episode four times, the one we're about to talk about. We record so early. So to think that we're watching like an hour long show multiple times before we record, it's like, you know. So, but I think most people are only watching it once. And when you watch this show once, it is easy to just sort of fall under its spell. Mm -hmm. Things fall apart. On like the second watch. Halfway through, you're like, what the fuck did I just see? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I feel very firm and we have to accept that this isn't good. Also, like, if you want to be negative, that's fine. Like, this is my podcast at the end of the day. It is ours. Yeah. Feel how you want. But then we did get another review. Oh. Let me pull this one up. Is it the one you sent me the other day? Yeah. And this one, guys, (laughs) this one has shaken me to my core like a rattle. And yet it's also... This is why I don't never, look at reviews. I've never been so proud to uh, have achieved and garnered this. Because I do know this is targeted towards me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it is a one-star review from one JNJ Smile. Oh. Subject, rude liberals. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your rude, judgmental, angry politics to yourselves. You'd rather have a child-sniffing addict raising... Wait, no, hold on. This has got Okay, hold on. You'd rather have a child-sniffing addict raising senile, corrupt corpse running this country than someone that loves it. And it's so incredibly small-minded that you buy into the propaganda that's fed to the sheep, such as yourselves, from the corrupt media. There's no redeeming either of you. Unsubscribed. I'm shocked they subscribed in the first place because we've never been shy about our political affiliations. And what I also want to point like, out is what kind of like MAGA red state person is watching and just like that? Uh, 
You'd think like Thank the show you. itself would piss him off. And I am assuming this is a man. I'm assuming no, it's a man. Although I'm getting pioneer woman vibes also. You know that lady? Like just who <laughs> <laughs> The red haired lady. <laughs> I'm sure she is where was she on January 6th? She loves Bravo. It's crazy. <laughs> well, you know a lot of repubs do. But I'm just saying, like that review, like I honestly wear it like a badge of honor. There will be eventual merch. Rude liberals. Rude liberals unsubscribed. <laughs> You'd rather have a child sniffing addict raised senile corrupt. I, and honestly, yes. Than Trump? Yep. Than Donald Trump? Than Ron DeSantis? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I would. And I love that there's no redeeming us. Mm-mm. None. I love it. Rude liberals, mm-hmm. one star. Rude liberals, one star. You know what pains them that he had to give it one star? Because oh, you can't you know leave zero. Give, I was going to say, you wanted to give it zero. And you know what's funny? I don't think this person unsubscribed, so they're definitely listening to this still. No one ever you actually unsubscribes. Uh, first of all, who even knows how to do that? I don't. I don't even know how to subscribe. Once I hit subscribe, you're rolling through my feed for the rest for of the your rest. god I'm still, days. like, subscribed to Serial, the oh, murder pod- podcast from 2014. The uh, podcasts are going to come and go. They're ne- They're never updating, but there they are, just sitting there. Esther Perel's podcast sits on my feed for like five months before that, she updates a new one. That one about Richard Simmons is still on my feed. Oh, absolutely. Finding Richard Simmons. Mm-hmm. I'm sure most of my phone is just podcasts. It's crazy. I love that review. Rude liberals. Unsubscribed. No redeeming qualities. <laughs> so that's what we're being hit with. I'm negative and we're fucking rude liberals. I get told I'm dumb. I get told I'm, like, nasty and mean. Guys, I love all of our listeners. And yeah. even the ones who don't like us. I'm thinking of J&J Smile fondly. Ms. Boo. Ms. I hope Boo's, she's still around. You know she is, that little nasty. I bet you Miss Boo, like, comes to our town halls. Reveal yourself. I would love to be face-to-face with Miss Boo. Um, and if you are interested in our shorty town halls, we have yeah. one coming up in two weeks not this coming thursday but the following um on and just like that season finale the 24th the 24th in which we just hop on zoom chat share stories we don't feel are comfortable for this more public space Mm -hmm. we take questions last time the first time it was mostly in the chat you know the second time we just started unmuting people and had rolling calls yeah it was like Watcher Happens Live. And it went on know? for almost two hours. It was the most fun I had, though, in San Francisco, frankly. <laughs> was sitting in my hotel room. With the glass of tequila in hand, just answering questions and looking at everyone's beautiful face. Yeah. And so join us over on Patreon for access to that. We also do bonus episodes, a newsletter. You can ask us questions. It's a lot of fun over there. Mm-hmm. Sam's dad is really commenting. He got a, He was hitting up us early at 6.56 a.m. This morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Multiple, comment, multiple comments. What? I think he just made a pot of coffee and said, I got to log on to Patreon. For sure. Sitting at his desktop. Just, yep. Aiden is replaceable man. Yeah. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. And I, something else over there. He's, you know, it's always fun when you see a pink jungle comment. He's got a lot of thoughts on Sex and the City. Because, like, that was, like, his show. I love it. And yeah. It's such a safe, fun space. It's like my favorite corner of the internet. It's where I feel safe. And, it's and maybe like, it's because everyone there is paid to be around me. So they're all nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, no one's I think we been figured mean. that answer out pretty quickly. Yeah, you why came to that so conclusion friendly? pretty quick. Like, why is it the only place I feel everyone loves me on the internet? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we want to thank our iconic shorties. Gina, Carlos, Lauren, Christina, Kimberly, Kate, Ainsley, Jenny, Charlotte, Dana, Laura Lee, Laura, Claire, Allie, Jen, Caitlin, Kristen, Lindsay, Casey, Stephanie, Alexandra, Justine, Gracie, Skye, and Taylor. Wow. 25 of them. That's unfucking real Crazy. Crazy. But we love each and every one of you are iconic shorties as well as the others. And we just really enjoy the community we're building there. And appreciate all of your support should Mm -hmm. we get into this episode yeah we need to all right guys today we are covering and just like that season two episode nine there goes the neighborhood we'll start with a little episode synopsis here we go yeah (laughs) it's like buckle up carrie finds new ways to fit aiden into her life miranda and charlotte worry lily and brady are getting too close ltw struggles to have it all Anthony, oh God, Anthony, tries to pull away from Giuseppe, and Naya's getting her back blown out. That she is. So what'd you think of this one in general? It felt very busy again. Like, we're back on this. interminable. I felt like it was one million hours long. It was just like, I felt they were packing so much story, and it's just like, whoa. It was a lot. Um, there were moments, you know, there were highs and there were lows as I come on this podcast every Thursday and say, and then by the end, I'm ripping it to shreds. Uh, yeah, this one, um, I would say overall, this one, I don't have anything that deeply angered me in this one. Mm. I was confused. Okay. And I was often, again, wondering why or what's happening? Why are we doing this? How did they get from point A to Z? Yeah. Um. But, um, some shocking fashion. Chris. <laughs> and the Brady and the Lily of it all. I, I, it, we knew know. it was coming. That yeah, poster said it all. And then that trailer for last week that you never saw. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see next week's? No. It doesn't play on my HBO. I, I don't just don't think you know how to get it. It's at the no, end. No, like when I watch it. Like it's when after I'm, the credits. I know, but guess what? The credits, like, <laughs> it just stops and then it goes into this, like, little square. <laughs> oh, you know what the problem is? Is you have to stop. You have to hit no to that. It's trying to autoplay something else. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to tell it no is the problem. Where do I tell it no? I don't know because everyone's Max app is different because it's literally the worst app in the entire world. Well, that and Twitter slash X. Well, I mean streaming platform, I should oh, say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like of all the streaming platforms, I've never seen a shittier interface. I feel like you've said that about another one. <laughs> no, I think when I was talking about HBO Max. Oh, not just Max. Yeah, so I thought maybe when we went to Max, we'd get better, but we've mm. devolved into more madness. Yeah. Max madness. Max madness. So let's break down some of the smaller storylines we had here. And, um, you know, one of the things I will say I've enjoyed about this back half of And Just Like That season two is... um. What the fuck they're doing with Che? They have yes. thrown them in one set, and it is at that desk. I don't even know if Che has like a lower half anymore. I don't think Che has pants on. <laughs> Che's che like is all of us on during Zoom. the pandemic, just like <laughs> pants off, tongue out, can't lose. 
I don't know what's going on. So Chase still working at that veterinarian shop. What is it? It's not a vet office, is it? It looks like a rescue. But it's not because no, they're always like, no, you can't it leave is animals a vet. Here. It it's is a vet. vet shop. But is is that woman that comes out the vet? I think. So what I'm gathering is that that woman is the vet or a vet tech and Che is a receptionist. Okay. Cuz Che's not a vet tech. No, and and I we I did learn from the writers room podcast that this storyline is based off of writer Samantha Irby, who for a very long time was a vet tech. I'm, okay. I'm sure the stories she had at that office were much better than what we're seeing. Um, yeah, so like a- we meet a young gal who comes in, or non-binary person, we didn't really get their identity, and they are thirsty for Che. And I thought it was nice to see Che sort of back in their season one mode, very flirty. Horny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i enjoying Che at this vet office. I know people aren't enjoying it, but I like them in this kind of like caregiver, like loving, like What are you talking about? Caregiver? Like like they care for these animals. We saw them hold a cat once. Yeah, but like they're so loving towards them and like so sweet and like funny. And like I like seeing this like Che character like be like holding these like little kittens. It's like it's sweet. But what were you getting before? I guess we did see them. I wasn't getting any of that. I was getting them singing California Girls. I wish what I give (laughs) for another musical performance. No, I like Che as a vet. I need my Che singing California Girls and fingering somebody in a kitchen while somebody. I need I need Che getting getting their mojo back. Like I need someone to to get fingered. The ante of season two and these next two episodes. I want insane things to happen. What did the trailer say for next week? You're gonna let She's me know. Back on stage, that's about it. Mic in hand. Yeah, back at a set. Um, Miranda goes to the set and is like, "I'm not throwing away my exes no more." <laughs> Something she's it. never. Aiden still. Aiden's still around. Not spending time with his kids. No, my. We'll get to his kids. We'll get to Wyatt. Wyatt, um, Homer, and Tate. <laughs> I hate this show so much. <laughs> when he said Homer, I was like, I hate <laughs> You know he's named after Homer Simpson. Like, this isn't, he's not named after Homer the poet. He, no, never. He's named, that's a real Duff Beer Doe moment mm-hmm. from Homer. Homer. We'll get into um, it. So not much really going on with Che other than that. And the kittens. Um, and the kittens. Kitty. Oh my, I loved Kitty. Like, I okay, love that scene. To, like, before, when Carrie walked in and saw the cat, and then Che was like, hi. I, I did have a laugh. Okay, but here's the thing. And this is this has been a complaint, I think, of in Just Like That over since it began, that the characters are now too similar to the actors. And I do have written here, Carrie Bradshaw would not read this much. Like, the episode opens with her in bed reading three different books. She's always she's always got books stacked in Sarah her bed. Sarah Jessica Parker is a reader. Carrie Bradshaw is a writer who's never read a book. She's always reading in bed. Yes. Well, like, library books, that's something they added in the first movie. We never see her reading through the series. The I, original I, The series. only book I can think of her reading is Burger's book. magazine. Right. And then that's he it. even says, you're a really slow reader. This woman's seemingly reading 18 books a day. Then it takes it to another level. Carrie Bradshaw did not want to plant in her apartment. 
She's changing. If she saw a cat, this is a woman who would, that cat would be dead. We, like, this is not someone I would trust with a pet. There was and a I really just, big missed opportunity for her not to do the scream that she does. Like, ah! No, she's, instead she's like, oh, a kitty, let me hold it. <laughs> what the fuck? This is not the Carrie Bradshaw. I thought when, when, when Che said that the cat had been in her shoe closet, I thought, okay, there's a moment where Carrie's going to say, which ones? Or I've got, I've had a bad history with pets in my shoes. Like something about like, get out of my closet. Instead, she's mm-hmm. like, oh, how cute. I'm and like, holding is, it and kissing it. I'm like, this is really... Playing with it. There's just something about it that does not feel quintessentially Carrie Bradshaw to me. Oh. That we haven't tracked the evolution of how we got here. Well, like we say, we're missing the monologue. We're missing it. Well, yeah, we'll get there love... too because I have a note about that. Okay. But that cat's got to go. Kitty. Kitty. But I think Kitty's moving into that shit new apartment on Gramercy Park. You think Kitty's going with Carrie? I think we that's Remember I showed you that photo of her with the cat in an apartment that had a balcony? I think that's the Gramercy Park apartment. Oh my god. You're right. She has Kitty. Yeah. Wow, Carrie Bradshaw the cat owner. Oh, sec. Interesting. That cat's gonna die. She's gonna forget to feed it. If this was the original show, that cat would be dead in two weeks. Dead. It would dead. It would run away. Does Miranda not have a cat anymore? It definitely is dead, Chris. But where she hasn't gotten a new pet? She doesn't have a home. She doesn't have a home. (laughs) But there's no pets in their home. I'm still mad about how she's not staying at the place that she pays for. Like I'm disgusted. And Steve's nowhere to be found. He's living at Scout, so I don't understand He's why. He's fucking that Whole Foods bitch. I'm so sick of this show. Let's get into <laughs> Seema and a guest appearance no one asked for, but for some reason we got one Ryan Serhant. Who on this writer's room is like the biggest Bravo fan in the world? The references to Bethany Frankel's Summer House. And now Ryan... I'm like, but, I don't even But then see they Ryan. didn't even reference million dollar listing or the fact that he's like a celebrity. No, it was just, he's a realtor. If you don't know million dollar listing, I think you would have just assumed he right. was just an actor. And he's a terrible actor. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And yet I've seen him in so many things. He's never not in like a strange independent movie. He's got a great agent. Wasn't he in the movie with Adam Driver? Like, am I? It was like an what? indie movie? I think he was, and I think I saw yeah, it, and I watched like it, and then like, I was like, the Toronto was Film like, there's Festival. Adam Sir- I was like, wow, there's Ryan Serhant. There he goes. Yeah. Remember More when he was a hand model most. before he was a realtor? He's so upsetting to me. I hate him. And if mm-hmm. we were going to do this, to not bring Frederick out, but I think he would have blown everyone off the screen with his charisma. A hundred percent. Like, we would have been like, I want to follow his story. I bet they did test him, and were like, buddy, like, you're too, you're looking do a too high alive. kick and... Like blow us people, away. We like this too much. Like everyone else seems dead on screen compared to you. <laughs> yeah. So we are continuing to follow Ravi and Seema's like early love story. And I kind of like what they're doing with Ravi. I think he's an interesting sort of match for Seema, but too much of what's happening with them is happening off screen. And it's like we're playing catch up. Yeah. That's how I. F- Chris, you nailed it. That's exactly how I feel about this episode. Is like I just feel like I'm playing catch up all the time. I'm like I, I'm having to use like too much of my brain power to like piece everything together. But then and I shouldn't do, have the to do puzzle that. Puzzle pieces don't fit. They don't fit. 
No, so then they go upstairs and have sex, and he ravishes her. But like, I don't. How long was Ryan gone? He's fully under the covers. I think this man. I think it would happen pretty quickly. No, but what I mean is, is it could have happened pretty quickly. Like, a, he's fully under, like under the, the covers. Is, he is under the bed, like, and is like, I'm taking a nap. Yeah, and she's I'm like, spent. Yeah, he's like, I'm taking this apartment too. Does and the furniture so, come with it? I, yeah, it's a rental. Oh, okay. Um. So then she takes Ravi to dinner with Aiden and Carrie. And Carrie convinces her, like, this is something you should continue. And if we're going to continue this for the next two episodes, I just need to see more of it. Mm-hmm. I need, And I also need to understand what Ravi sees in Seema other than, like, she's beautiful. Right. She's beautiful and she is successful. Maybe that's what enough. Else? Yeah. I don't know. I would like to see more. If you're going to do this, like, let's do it and let's see it. I don't want it to be like a half-assed situation because that's how or I felt with the other been, guy. Yeah, or it should have been just like they fucked one episode, we're meeting another guy for her next week. Yeah. I need someone who's dating multiple men. <sighs> that was going to be Naya, but... Well, I can't... We'll talk about her in a minute. Okay. Before we get to her, let's chat about um, Anthony and old sweater vest. There's too many characters on the show. <laughs> like I, we, the fact that like we're not even on LTW or Dr. Mary Wallace, and then we still have Miranda Carey and um, Miranda to go through. Like I'm so and Charlotte. Tired. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Miranda and Charlotte are sort of one storyline. Thank but God. Still, like yes. it's insane. There are 15 characters on the show. Oh my god. Okay. So Anthony and Giuseppe are hanging out, and what did you think of him calling him Tony? And the West Side Story references. Um, it, it's only endearing because he's Italian. To me, this felt like something that Carrie should have been doing in voiceover rather than someone saying it in real life. Like, it should be, oh, he calls him Tony and then Carrie makes a West Side Story reference in voiceover. Mm-hmm. It feels a little like, oh, this is not foreplay. You can be Tony and I'll be Maria. I'm like, can you shut the fuck up, Giuseppe? <laughs> like, something's really weird about him. No, he's weird. And then when he was like, five dates, no dick, I was like, gee. <laughs> no, it's so aggressive. I, mean, like, I guess there's a, a language barrier. But... Well, his mom's from Buffalo. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I have dual citizenship. <laughs> My mother's from Buffalo. And I dated an Italian man for three years, and I cannot do an Italian accent, but... Yeah, so, but would he ever say Buffalo like that? No, he did not say okay. anything like Giuseppe. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, it, it's just we're missing the monologue. Like, I just think this is such a waste of time to, like, play out these scenes that could just be done, like, very quickly. Like, remember how in the original show it would be, like... Charlotte went on a date with a guy and then he kissed her and we we saw it, but then that was it. Like we didn't need anything else. And I, then we're back with the gals talking about talking it. about I'm it. I'm seeing too much. I'm seeing too much. There's not enough, and yet I was going to say there's not enough talking on this show, and yet it's all too much talking. It's just a lot. Get us in the in that writers' room. I would talk about me grabbing a chair and just hitting white people. That's. <laughs> Take everyone out. <laughs> I'm 
I'm trying not to be as negative. I did really like the moment with the old woman where he's like, I got to go help this old lady. And she's like, I'm 57. That was so funny. And yeah, her, I did he was like, like, sorry, Edith. <laughs> sorry, Edith. <laughs> Um, but then we go out on that strange button of I feel pretty. And I was like, guys, come on, stop with the needle drops. I'm just. And then, of course, he's nervous that Giuseppe wants a green card. We get some 90 Day Fiance jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we I did appreciate most- the sort of moment where you think it's going to be Lily and um, Brady, but then it's them. But mm-hmm. then I thought them standing there with their pants off was entirely sexless. It was really weird. It was <laughs> So it's really weird. And we also don't know, like, what's going on with Stanford. Well, he's passed. No, but I know. But, like, are they divorced? No, they are not divorced. Are we going to talk about it? Mm -mm. Okay. I think Stanford is never coming back from Japan. And we'll never hear about it. I think he's just going to occasionally send Carrie kimonos and that's it. Okay. But maybe Anthony will exacerbate the divorce because he wants to be with Giuseppe. I really hope. I really don't like Giuseppe. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do Giuseppe as in game. Also, I kind of miss confident Anthony. Like I miss when, like I don't. I I understand that Anthony is like older, and that's a thing in the gay community of like I may not be as. But I didn't want that for him. But I want him to be like, okay, this hot young guy wants me. I'm gonna fuck him. Like, yeah. not this, like, overthinking it. Why would he be interested in me? That's not the Anthony that I want. Like, I want my Anthony shrill, bitchy, and horny as hell. Horny and, like, not staying there. So, like, two baguettes. And, like, Giuseppe Pressed is, up against each other. And also, Giuseppe's nothing to write home about. Giuseppe, people get I mean, fooled by the accent with a lot of men and women. And they're not that sexy. No, famously, only men have accents. Because it did take you a moment, a beat there. I had to think about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Giuseppe is not for me. I don't really care for the storyline, and I think that actor is... I, fe- I thought Kitty did a better job. Let's put it that way. Yeah, Richard Burton, I've seen more from him. Oh, I, you know Richard Burton? He's like the main character on this show. Mm. Never not cutting to him. <laughs> Never tongue out and then we had to spend half the time on his oil painting it was like framed in between of carrie that's and what fucking you know what that is the perfect example of them always having to fucking say things like out loud it's like can't we just like have the paintings be there and it, it be funny, like a right. funny thing for, for us? us for me give me something give me something my god Oh my god! All right, it we have like, an hour before you have a hard out, and we literally have not gotten for most of the characters. You're right. Let's keep it pushing. All right, let's get into Naya. This is a we've already been one. recording for 34 minutes, by the yeah. way. So this hour, we've and we spent 10 up. minutes on Giuseppe. <laughs> Continue. All right, so Naya is enjoying casual sex with this guy she met on Tinder. I, you know, I don't care for a man with longer hair because I don't think men can keep their hair clean. Mm-hmm. He certainly But can't. I thought he was gorgeous. He would look a little a nice too butt. much like Smith for me. Like oh, when Smith in the beginning, like with the long hair. Yeah. Um, one thing I will note is, is that I was really looking forward to Naya intentionally only dating and sleeping with black men. We had that conversation. Yeah. And so I was a little, while I thought he was cute, I was a little disappointed for us not to have kept that sort of vibe alive but for her. But I don't her. think she's dating him. 
this man. Yeah, maybe she. That's a good point. But see, here's the thing. That would have been a great thing for her to discuss with LTW if they'd gone to lunch or something. Instead, she basically is only Instead, in her LTW bedroom. was asleep the whole episode. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> and so, but again, so right. So we've, in the background, created, or at least through casting, shown this idea that she is interested and seemingly staying within dating within her race, which is a thing for a lot of Black people. Totally great. I like that. I like the fact that it hasn't been made textual. We see this white guy. It would have been nice to have some sort of information about that change and her say, well, you know, I, I won't date a white guy, but wh- we're not really dating. Mm-hmm. Just something to give this storyline substance. Yeah. I think she and said I about also, five words total. Most of them were, oh my God, you're so big. Yeah. And get out of here. And Yeah, leave. Um, I did appreciate, though, the fact that she she likes the sort of casual nature of it. I like the beat where she says, oh, and we can be on our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would have really liked is if it had been a different guy the second and third time. We, like, I would have, like, let's cycle through some men. Let's get some strange. Like, mm-hmm. why is she sleeping with the same guy? Other if it was Samantha. Right. Like, I don't want to see the same guy multiple times. Mm-mm. You're right. But then she's just scrolling through Instagram and sees that Andre Rashad is having a baby. And I do think that was that woman. It was. It was. That late night whore. That fucking whore. Also, he's a whore. Let's make that clear. Andre Rashad, the actor. Not the character. No, I don't care for the character. Okay, that's important. Um, but I thought he was a strange character on Mrs. Maisel, Shy Baldwin. <laughs> a lot of singing from him on that show of like 1950s songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, look, you got to get the fuck out of here. And we see her cry and we get no beat in which she calls Miranda. But also Naya clearly wants Miranda out of her house and is like, I'm just going to fuck until she leaves. Honestly, good for her. Miranda Lock- needs to get the fuck out. I-, I can't even get into Miranda's finances and why she's even living there. <sighs> Like Why she's not living in her home? Because Steve said, I'm not leaving. I'm not going nowhere. Then you're going to have to deal with my ass. <laughs> and you get on the couch, you dumb fuck. Yeah. All right. Speaking of sleeping, let's get into LTW. Oh, my God. So the oh her storyline opens with her head truly asleep. flat on the desk. Asleep. In her closet, asleep. She's exhausted with work, the campaign, and the kids. Chris <laughs> I <laughs> thought we were doing like a narcolepsy storyline I was like what's happening See, I was like oh yeah. she's gonna get a, a, a CT scan like yeah, when something when it was happen. announced she was pregnant I was like okay I understand that pregnancy makes one sleepy but I don't think that you you're falling asleep out. on the ottoman with, with a shoe in your hand she was splayed out on that ottoman like Susan Sharon it was crazy and also like I would be fucking furious if I was Herbert. That she fell asleep? Yeah. I'd be like, are well, you I okay? I think that's why he keeps saying you're passive aggressive. Yeah. I because would just... she's saying, like, you're clearly not showing... Like, there's no way you're actually falling asleep like this. You're not showing up for a reason. Yeah. And that's why she has to share that she's oh pregnant. God. No. I don't mean the... Look, mm-hmm. miracles can happen. How old is she supposed to be on the show? How old are these characters? Yeah. (laughs) And also, to me, it seems like, not even to say she can't get pregnant, 
To me, it seems like two high-powered people with full careers who made the intentional choice to have three children. It seems like after that third one, she would have been like Herbert Snip Snap. Mm-hmm. Like Big Herbie. Big, <laughs> big herbs. Gotta yeah. go. Although one of my third note here is Big Herbie is a really thick boy. Oh, yeah. Tight clothes on him, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But that's that storyline. Not much else. He's a loss for words, and she's just standing there clapping. And he's just like, wow. I, 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 wow. I, He's I, like, I'm, I'm speechless. Gonna, I'm like, okay, well, anybody. these people are waiting for you. And they're people were leaving. That's how late LT Dubs was. Wow. What a... Are you looking for? How do you think that storyline is going to wrap up in the next two? Do She'll you think just she be keeps pregnant? the baby? Do you think she loses the baby? Or are we taking this to fruition of a fourth child? I think we're taking it to fruition. I look forward to seeing what Eunice thinks. Is that her mother-in-law's name? It sure is. She's going to be like, that old bitch, you're pregnant? Yeah, she's going to be like, Jesus Christ. Like, Fucking another Christ, one? Another one of these kids running yeah. amok. Because then, like, it's going to affect, like, her career. It's going to affect, like, her other kids. Seems like a nice storyline for season three, but I don't know that we are. Well, I don't know back. if any show's getting another season ever. <laughs> That's true. It's writer strike. It's, these strikes are never going to fucking end. Yeah, the Emmys um, got moved to January. And I say, guys, just drop the winners on Instagram stories like the Globes did and let's move on. Because mm-hmm. this is going to set us back forever. Forever. And television's already had like a weird Emmy schedule just due to Right, like, like I don't want to watch Shiv win an Emmy in January. I- I'll be over it by then. I kind of am now. Yeah. She re- they released something on Variety. I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about Succession. Same. I'm like, Shiv, you're right. I, loved her. I was like, I loved her. I miss mm. you. <laughs> where you been, girl? <sighs> Speaking okay. of where you been, girl. Where you been, girl? Let's go over to Miranda and Charlie. Okay. <laughs> the moment we've been fearing. So Miranda's bopping down the street with old Brady. Trying to get him to go back to college. And, you know, we'll talk about that later. Um, Yeah, we're doing a lot of French fry crinkle cut work. What do you think Brady is doing at Scout? Making food. So he's working in the kitchen? Yeah. I didn't know they had a food license. Scout (laughs) Scout to me looks like they've got like bags of chips on the wall. But you never know how it is now. Like That's true. it, It could be like the bronze where you went. When Does you were that place in have food? Yeah, it's really good. I never once thought to eat there. I just drank a lot of scotch and then... Yeah. No, the food's really good. Plain pool. So that's kind of how I imagine Scout. Oh, I don't... Oh, my God. I don't ever want to go to Scout. <sighs> we might be. I mean, we're going to Coney Island. Does Lily go to Coney Island? No, because I thought Stephen Brady went to Coney Island. I'm not, not seeing Lily I hope they cut that. Is that. That might be... Is that, that the, might be finale? the finale? Oh my god. <laughs> my god. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. Um, okay. So she's trying to get Brady back to college. She's mm-hmm. like, why don't you go to Costa Rica? And Miranda says he says to Miranda, back off. And she says, Okay, I'm backing off. Why is she backing off? Literally tell this boy to go back to school. Like, you're going to be a bum like your bum-ass dad. I don't know. She's weird with Brady, though. That's her baby. Is, but I don't know. This is not the Miranda Chris, none I of these envisioned. people are the people we envisioned. 
That's true. We got um, Anthony being insecure. <laughs> Carrie is back with whitey tidy. Like we're I, fighting we, for our lives. <laughs> so for some reason, she says, why don't we get Lily to hang out with him and convince him to go to college? It was giving and Lily, Rory and Jess. And Lily is literally the only person with any sense in this story who's like, that doesn't make any sense. I haven't seen him since we were 14. She's like, you want me to go talk to him about going to college? She's like, that's really weird. And even with Rory and Jess, at least it was under it was like the tutoring. pretense of helping him study. Right. It was a tangible thing. So, like, Lily's going to go over there and be like, I think Why did go you to drop college. out of Yale? <laughs> yeah, like, we used to make fun of these guys brady living at your grandparents house this isn't you it is me oh god yeah so then miranda bops home and lily came out and i thought she looked beautiful for the morning gorgeous gorgeous girl and that t-shirt but the, that big skinny Miranda, no is there only one is there no bathroom in their in their primary bedroom are they all sharing one well, bedroom think, i'm assuming upstairs? steve is in the bedroom so she okay, can't like so, go in there got it so for so, some reason so she's wait, been wait, exiled wait, wait, from her wait, own bedroom wait 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 so we have to believe under this pretense that steve allowed his son and a young woman he's known since she was a baby mm-hmm. to, fuck to fuck while he in slept in the next room. So here's and we my know their headboards this. are literally right next to each other from Lisette. Oh, not, not Lisette. We know what how we name? know. Um, Louisa. Louisa. How dare they have a Louisa and a Lisette? What is this? <sighs> the sound of music? Yeah. It's, like, it's crazy. No. And like, we know how Brady fucks, which is the worst part. He fucks not actually akin to like LT. I'm uh, not LTW Naya. Oh, yeah. Like, Big Dick Daddy. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> but so here's my theory on this. is like, I think they were already, like, in his room by the time Steve probably came home from Scout. So he probably didn't even, like, see Lily. And Steve probably never knew Lily was going to come over. Because Steve is oh, a dummy. You, you think Steve let them leave the bar and get home by themselves? Yes. Steve Are you kidding? Mess. I of hate course this man. he did. He wouldn't. I hate him. I hate him so much. Yeah. Fact, he's so sick. Yeah. And the fact Miranda can't even go into her own fucking bedroom bathroom. And why wouldn't. And, and here's the thing about old Charlie, our Shar Shar. Why is she just believing Lily? Like, oh, she slept on the couch. So the Charlotte I know would have texted Steve and been like, hey, my daughter is sleeping over. I will pick her up tomorrow or please have her back. Like, I don't think Charlotte is, talks like to Steve. Uh, no, but I think she would out in protection of Lily. I think she thought she's just this like, is oh, Auntie yeah, Miranda's I, house. And... Although, to be fair, we also watched Charlotte go walk through the snow to get her condoms. So I don't think Charlotte really gives a shit about what Lily's up to They're anymore. playing fast and loose with Char Char and her morals. Um, and... and we do love her sex positivity. And she's, so... You know what they keep fucking saying? They keep talking about her mom. She's like, I, I used to fuck all the time, my and my mom, mom didn't know. know about it. I'm like, is that the Charlotte that we knew growing up? Like, if, if you had asked think. me, if you had asked me about Charlotte and her youth, I would have said she probably lost her virginity to her college boyfriend, her, who she yeah. thought she was going to marry. Who I would have said Charlotte lost her virginity on prom night to her long-term high school boyfriend, and like and it was like was try, Skip. and she wanted it to be like picture perfect, and his name was like Tucker. 
Yeah. And we all need to remember Lily is in high school. Well, so is Brady. Oh, no, he isn't. How old are any of these people? Was this They magical? could be 35. They could be 12. I don't know. Was this a little... I, I'm hoping Lily is 18. Is she? <laughs> he, there's, we know there to be a two-year age gap. Because she said he was 14 and I was 12. I think she's 16 and Brady's 18. She's not 16. You think she's 17 and Brady's 19? Yeah. He hadn't started... I guess you, depending when his birthday is, you can start... I started college 17 and there are some people who are older. Yeah, I started... Well, when I did go, I was 17. So, I don't know what's going on with Brady. Yeah. Anyway. That's dark. Um, Moving on. So... They Talk did seem very like, happy and very flirty together. Disgusting. This kid, this actor is... I know you once said you were attracted to him. This gentleman is not for me. Who? You said you were attracted to um, Brady in the first season. Chris, I never said that. You did. I never said that. You did. You said you liked him. You said you liked the look of him. What? No, it was before we saw him, like, in um, action and what he was. I think it was, like, in the trailer. You were like, ooh, he's a real cutie. Then we saw what he became in the oh, first episode and you were that disgusted. does sound more like me. Okay. I but was in the like, first, in, like, the trailer, you were like, ooh, I like Brady. He's a real hottie. And I was like, is he? Yeah, no, he's disgusting. And I'm sorry, Charlotte and Lina that Chipotle being like, okay, no, he's not really Lily's type. <laughs> now let's talk about places I don't ever need to see these women. Chipotle. And that's at Line and Chipotle. What the fuck? I was in shock. Why? Did, did Chipotle pay for this episode? I can't and the fact that. that we had to go through Miranda's order. Yeah. It's like they couldn't even do pickup? No. It was like we're in the nitty gritty of like, oh, I want carnitas. I want this. I want no veggie. <laughs> extra block on the side i'm like what is happening and then i was like oh my god are we gonna go through charlotte's order too i was like this is crazy i'm like i can't watch charlotte eat chipotle i already had to watch her pick up a grubhub order and then then sweet green last week or chopped was i'm like is this is Is this sponsored by uber eats what's going on savings (laughs) savings (laughs) yeah oh my god when i just I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I but I did have to laugh, on. though. Like I said, when she was like, he's not really Lily's type. And Miranda was like, what is that supposed to mean? And she's like, like I Miranda, love Brady. You know that. But it's like, Miranda, just, like, you know what that means. It reminded me sort of of, you know, I'm love is blind when everyone is finding ways to say they're not attracted to people. They're like, you know, he's not what I'm typically updated. But, you know, um, his voice okay. didn't really match his outer appearance. So I'm just like, trying to match the two together. He's not like the other boys Lily's had crushes on. But that's okay. We love him. Yeah. Everything is tinged with the like, it's okay. We promise. We And it's like, it's not okay. It's not. Um, but you're right. I did think they were kind of cute at the party in the corner. Now, what did you think of the idea that they don't know if they had sex? Do you think that the show is positioning it? I thought, like, well, of course they did. Of course they because did. Because we've gone out of the way to show that this wouldn't, not that every time you have sex isn't a big deal, but that we've gone out of the way to say that Lily has lost her virginity so that that, av- that door is easier to open. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the show plays it like, well, we don't know, like felt very strange fucked. to me. Knowing Brady and his history with Louisa, Ugh. he's fucking, he's fucking Lily poor down. Lily. He's dicking Lily down. 
Yes. Oh my gosh, she has so much potential and so much. If to do. she strays off of any path, like I will. Oh my god, they're gonna start a kill band. myself. What? They're gonna start a band. I can feel. It. <laughs> they're gonna be fucking. They're gonna be fucking Phineas and Billie Eilish. Those two dummies. Chris. Oh my god. That's our season finale. This is. If, that's our season finale musical number. We got California girls from Che the first season. We're cutting to we're going to like Lily and Brady's like first concert. Oh my god. At Scout. I need a Power second. Privilege. I, I, need a privilege. I need a second to process. Oh my god. I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm so disgusted. upset. I can't even believe you would throw that out into the world because I you know what's the worst, Chris? It is feels that like something the show would do. Doesn't feel too far off. <sighs> what else happened in this episode in this little storyline? I just oh. lost all of my brain cells. Like my brain truly feels like flubber. What did you think of um Harry's jealousy about Mark Kasabian? Honestly, I thought it was hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you be protective of your girl. Like, yeah. I thought it was like, kind of crazy. But well, it was like, nuts. You, he's keeping, he wants to keep another man's wife that late. And well, she's that's like, 730. Like, well, also, it's like, she's her another own man's she's, wife. Yeah. She's also an employee of his. Yeah. It's like, shut up. And get real. Yeah. Get real. I did have to laugh. Charlotte and Harry have very good chemistry with each other, like very good banter. Yes. And so her like pacing around the room when and like creating her hair. and brushing her hair and like panicking and he's talking about like pigs in a blanket. It was very funny. I really did enjoy I that did, scene a lot. I did like that. Because um, she was like, wait, love- what if they get married? I'm like, Charlotte, can you chill? And I do love the idea that Charlotte is still one of those girls who brushes her hair a hundred times a night. Mm-hmm. Always. How- however... They're doing this thing, and they did it last week with Anthony and Charlotte on the phone, and this week with Harry and Charlotte, of two people having two separate conversations. And to me, that feels like such a Shonda Rhimes thing, particularly Meredith and Christina. So whenever I see it, I do think of it as like, that's not for this show. Mm, Yeah. It's a great, like, it is always funny and sort of a fun thing to do, (laughs) but it's something I relate so clearly with Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. And Grey's Anatomy in particular, but she does it on all of her shows, with the exception of Queen Charlotte, the worst say. written show in the entire world. I'm so glad that, like, it came and went, though, didn't it? Not in my heart. You were heart. down bad for a week, and then I, I, was... asked you, I asked you a question about it, and you were like, who? Yeah. But that's how all streaming shows are. They come and they go. I named a character. You were like, never heard of him. Yeah. You're like, Charlotte? <laughs> the Queen? Yeah, like the literal titular character of the show. You're like, yeah. never seen her. I'm like, mm, doesn't ring a bell. Um, I also thought after all this mess, the fact that they're like, all right, I don't really need to know, felt sort of anticlimactic. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of, I like, I it's, wish like Brady or someone like would have said something to the, like, one of them. Like, just like, yeah, we're adults, we fucked. Like, yeah, mommy, you got me condoms and I used them with Brady. Yeah. I can't believe she's fucking that that mob. I know, pubed haired fuck like that next to his fish tank. Oh my god! You know those fish are dead. Oh, they're just floating. He's probably in that flung, neon light. Probably finished and flung a condom right in the water. He's sick. <laughs> I hate him so much. 
I hate the Brady household. <laughs> I, I feel so very upset. unsettled in that house. When it's Miranda the house went of back horrors. there, I was like, please, no. <laughs> I felt safer with Miranda in, in that, that closet. Room. <laughs> in that cot. I felt safer in that witch's apartment she slept with. Who, who was that woman? <laughs> they didn't sleep together because the lady left. Oh, yeah, because she stepped a cat litter. Yeah. What are we talking about? I don't know. But I'm really upset if Lily and Lily start a band. I feel like it's... Because it's going to become like... Remember how Shannon's daughters on Orange County did? Ladies are rock. Ladies are rock. Lock. Lock. Although it should have been lore. Ladies of rock. Like, what is the C? What ladies do you mean? Of, like they, it's they have the ladies of rock, but the band is called Lock. I think it's like L O K, like Lock. But then they say we're the ladies of rock. Oh, the C K in rock. Oh, so right. they cut off the L O. They cut off the R O. Wait a minute. <laughs> so they're Lock. So ladies, but of, ladies rock. of rock. So it could so be you're lore. Saying they cut off the R- yes, but you're saying they cut off the R O of rock and cut that to the lady the L O of ladies of. So we're taking the CK from Rock. It's a uh, lot of every. Why is TV so confusing? What's going on? <laughs> My God, right, let's I'm just, get into Carrie. Oh, okay, let's. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Guys, guys, guys. I'm gonna have guys. to start drinking in the morning. Shorties, there's never been a bigger jump scare. No, I. <laughs> I don't. Even know what to I say. have it burned into my fucking brain. When it so we arrive, Carrie's in bed reading, in her fuck in a gown. I, I, I whatever okay. you know. We've seen her in. We've seen her. Yeah, bed. I've seen her in pearls in bed. I've She's seen been, her in like a nighty in pearls. With <laughs> a I've seen her with a book. fanny pack on her head. Like, <laughs> like I've seen her wear the craziest shit. Okay. Hayden comes in, and I do appreciate that he didn't <sighs> sit in the bed in his outside clothes. Yeah. He said he's going to go take a shower first. And then, oh, before we get to the shocking moment, we meet a little character named Wyatt. And my first note of this episode is, why are the children on this bed, on this show so damn terrible? Like, if I behaved like any child on this show in front of my mother or my mm-hmm. grandparents, I wouldn't have teeth. No. Like, it's they, so fucking I rude. The shit would have been sl- My mother would have and, reached through the phone and, and they slapped me. just keep talking about Wyatt. And they're like, he's a puzzle we can't figure out. I'm like, no, well, he's a fucking brat, is what he is. Lily's a brat. Rock is... A- Honestly, Rock is rising in my estimation. Rock, like, ordered food for the family, has a good time. Rock's like the Gia Judice of this family, like, uh, keeping it together. Keeping tr- this show together. Um... Wyatt is a mess. Brady's a disaster. Honestly, Rock is like the Brianna Gumbelson. I'm glad we didn't meet Homer and um. Take- if I have to fucking get my eyes on a child named Homer, like <laughs> I am quitting this podcast. <laughs> Homer is your if they'd gone to Virginia. Like I'm really upset. If Homer takes the Amtrak up and we have to bop over to Moynihan Station and pick him up. Oh my god. I- so then, um, Wyatt's super rude to Carrie. And then we get a knock, knock, knock at the door. And Carrie turns around. And we get a callback to the original series. One that is no so shocking. For. So terrifying. I screamed. I threw my phone across the room. 
I paused the television and I wrote simply, no, this is not okay. <laughs> John Corbett was in his little tidy whities This man is what, 62? <laughs> he's how old is Aiden? He's in his 60s. He's got to be. Is he the same? So he's at least 57. I don't know what type of underwear an elder man is supposed. First of all, ain't no men supposed to be in tidy whities after the age of four. I'm going to throw up. This man, he's this is a geriatric gentleman. This is an elderly gentleman. And he's so bronzed. Like, they tanned him up in the crease. It looked, Sam, the amount... No, look, we've talked about his Joe Biden Botox in his face. It looked like they had instilled this man with Botox in every... Every. I saw Botox in his his arms. Oh, he definitely has, like, Botox in his pecs. I've never seen anything like it. And those legs? Those legs? How? And it went on and on. And on. Chris, that and scene on. felt like it was, felt like as long as Avatar. Like I was, was so upset. I've never been so disgusted. <laughs> I guess not since the first time we saw him and them. And them. Oh. And or when like, he bounced out and like, he said, "Cause you're going to the country." Where am I? And like he I'm just, fajitos. his acting, like his acting is just so absurd like he's just oh my god i hate him i and why wouldn't he throw like his when pants i close i can't even close my eyes because i just see him in his waiting tighties and i guess maybe they were like you know what we fucking got him with that tight with that wrap belt we threw him in with the coat we're gonna give him something else to talk about throw him in his undies i swear to god if i was an actor of his age or really any actor if and i, I had arrived to do that to now set, and they were like okay so today you're in tidy whities <laughs> i would have strangled the life out of molly rogers and danny santiago Looked at Michael Patrick King and bitch slapped him and said, "What do you think this is? I'm a, I'm an el. This is a geriatric man. Yeah, he's an elder. Yeah, he's a father. A three. This is a potential father, to quote Kenya Moore. And I'm like, you are, are wandering around. Ra- the door knocks and you're in your tidy whities and your first thought is like to not let throw me on go a answer. Pant? Let me go. Let me go answer the door we carry, because I'm going to the front door with her. Like, no, <laughs> sir, sit your dumb ass down. Get in the shower. Wipe your ass. I uh, and you. Oh. We have to move on. We okay, have to move we on have because I feel like I could go uh, on for ninety more minutes. Okay, on just the fact that they put him back in that underwear for such a long time. It for such felt, a long time. Was it like? It, it, 30 I minutes know, it felt like 30 minutes but it had it what it was it two minutes of i don't know it was too it long was terrible too long and so they get this note that basically says they have to get out and carrie breaks the news to che and che is taking everything in stride oh che easy breezy yeah and then so carrie in the bathroom asks Seema to sell her apartment because she wants to find a new place that's big enough to support her life with aiden Mm-hmm. Which have they discussed that? It doesn't I don't seem know. like it. I, I I don't know what is going on with Carrie. And 
Now, what I appreciate about this is, is Che is the person who's sort of asking questions just to go back for a minute. And she's like, why won't he come here? And I did just want to note that in the original series, Carrie's apartment represented her, right? Like the whole big thing in the beginning of the series, I think season two, when he won't come there is because, and she feels like he won't spend the night here. He doesn't really want to know me. I'm pretending all the time. And then he finally sees her apartment and says it feels lovely and warm or whatever she says or he says then aiden is too much her in her apartment and she wants space from him now what does the apartment represent nothing anymore nothing it's just a sweat box it's a fucking sweat box and i just feel like it's been 20 years Go to the Get fucking the fuck apartment. over it. She's put up new Get wallpaper. Over- <laughs> the only thing Even I'd say is, is your didn't. bed is too small. Like- Even if she didn't, like, who cares? Like, if you love her, like, you would go up those stairs. Do you think she got a new bed because she pissed it last year? Is that the textual reason we have that new small bed? She's got money. I don't know why you would buy a bed. I wouldn't buy a small bed. No, I wouldn't be like, okay, my bed's gone. I'm going to buy a twin. That's absurd. And thank God for Che being like, "Mm," like kind of being like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And so to your point, though, it is really strange. She seemed, it's interesting that Seema doesn't say anything like, hey, that seems really quick that you're factoring Aiden in. Or just like, have you guys talked about that? Like, (laughs) would his kids like visit? And then we go over to Gramercy Park and we meet this new apartment. And what I first want to say about this apartment is why the fuck couldn't they build more than one room? Like, Like, why did we keep seeing the same part of it? The the living room. I'm like, can we get, can we get to a bedroom? And the fact that Charlotte, Carrie and Miranda go there, first and foremost, what kind of place just allows you to go in without a realtor? Seema's got people. Like she just, without Seema? If that was my home, I'd be like, excuse me, no, this, it's not an open house. Yeah. It's just like Carrie's like, I'm just going to pop over with two of my friends at this place I haven't purchased yet. Like that's not how real estate works. And you know what I thought of? Build more of it so that we see. I just thought of the apartment she and Big go and look at in the first movie. You see, like, Like, we see Mm -hmm. it. Like we're supposed to, and we fall in love with it, which then makes it okay for Carrie to sell that apartment. Right. This, I was like, who wants to live in this white monstrosity? I mean, it was gorgeous, but like, it was very white. Like it was every nook and cranny was painted that alabaster white. And also just like, and when I saw the outside of it towards the end with that old, I mean, iron. Now with that said, (laughs) I would I gladly live it. there. Oh, <laughs> okay. I live there in a minute. I wish I, I, well, well, I would what? get nothing more. I'd Airbnb it tomorrow. Okay? But you know what infuriates me the whole time is I was like, last week, you fucking said that big was a mistake. And the only reason you can buy this apartment is because, of, because of big. Yeah. You fucking clown. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to something else she says about Big later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so up. I don't know. I also thought it was interesting that like Miranda and Charlotte are just like, yeah, buy it. Go for it. Yeah, they're like, oh, his kids are coming here. That's great. I'm like, That's are great. you guys fucking stupid? His kids are in high school. Well, no, they can't two of them are adults. One is 18 and the other is 20. Oh, Only I thought Wyatt one is, of, I thought. I think it's 14, Oh, 18, so then poor 20. Wyatt. 
Both of his brothers are out of the house. His dad's gone every other week his to New York literally City. literally leaving to dick down this crazy woman. Honestly, justice for Wyatt. Who probably came down and you know she was running her puns. Oh, my God. Be- you know, she was like, me and your dad used to do this together. Like, I would be like, you are insufferable. And also, this is just so annoying that, like, a mother, if a mom ever, like, did that, what Aiden is doing, leaving where her children her children are for a week mm-hmm. at a time every other week to go to a different state <laughs> that's fucking absurd so uh, just to go back so aiden mm-hmm. is clearly an irish name correct whoa aiden. what do you mean to go back like to the beginning to just, of time to, to, to like homer i want to go back to like these kids names wyatt and aiden to me seem to be irish names or somewhere in that region scottish irish okay What's the other one's name? What's his wife's name? Kathy or Kelly? Kathy. Oh. So then we got Tater Tot. Mm, Tater Tot. And then we land on Homer, which is Greek. Where are these names oriented? Well, we know Homer's oriented in The Simpsons. So that's oriented in Springfield. Yeah. Why? Like, Erp? (laughs) Well, remember he answered the phone and he goes, Why Erp? Oh, yeah, you're right. So that's where that comes from. And I just think he likes Tater Tots. Oh, my God. Is that kid's real? No, I was like, wait, his name. No, is his name Tater. is Tate. Tate. We saw his bald okay. head. Oh my god! I don't ever want to see that kid. I don't even know where we. Okay, so they're at this apartment, and she real. They really want to buy it. Now, I appreciated this brief scene between Mark Casabian and Carrie when it cuts from Charlotte saying he likes blondes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! We have to talk about another cut. No, this show. What? This show thinks it's so fucking funny. What? <laughs> it is doing comic like um buttons to scenes. You know what a button to a scene is? It's like the last beat of a scene before it cuts away. Okay. When she, Charlotte says to Lily, he'll give you fries. Then it cuts to rock and she goes, that's what I forgot. Oh, that. Yeah. And then it was like, that was supposed to be like the comic trifle that sends us off into the next scene howling with laughter. Michael Patrick King is at it again. Um, so to, to <clears> cut <throat> back to Mark Kasabian and Carrie, he asks her if she's ever been married or how, and how bad her divorce was. And her response was, Oh, oh, oh. It was a wonderful marriage to a wonderful man. It ended far too soon. Really? Ma'am. ma'am you Get are your fucking story straight. Him? Me and the whole fandom last week. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about it's a wonderful marriage to a wonderful man. Go fuck and it ended too, too soon, and now you're spending his money? Well, you chased down Natasha for nothing? For a mistake? I need this woman to, Chris, get, get real. real. Now, earlier in the episode when they're at the house, we find out that Kathy wants to meet with Carrie. Uh, and this is where I felt the pacing of the episode was all off. Because by the time she goes to meet Kathy, I had totally forgotten that was in this episode. Chris, I did too. It, I was like, who is this woman she's going to meet? First of all, Kathy is played by the amazing actress Rosemary DeWitt. Um, I'm hoping we see her again just because it feels like such a small scene for they, such a great actress. They made her like, not what I thought she would look like. I thought she was quite glamorous. No, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I kind of wanted her to be glamorous, but in like a more like earthy, like chill way. Like, I wanted it to be Nina Katz. Every girl, like her hair was a little too like buttoned up, 
like in this like side pony and like she was wearing this like crazy shirt. I'm like, I want her Hold to be on. like chic and like cool. Like I wanted her to be like, you know who I wanted her but to be by like? way of Virginia. Shayna. Who? The bartender. Oh, so. That plays Jax. I wanted her you to be like hot that, and like cool. you were saying like Angelina Jolie. Like yeah, someone like, we were Shana. all gonna land on. <laughs> no, I went through like 18 different Shaynas, like a Shayna I went to high school with. Shayna Mokler. from Love is Blind. Shayna Mokler. I was like, <laughs> No, like I just wanted her to like show up easy breezy, maybe like a white t-shirt, maybe like some curl. I would love for her to have like curly hair. Well, Sam, you're pretending that like these people doing the cast, the like costumes and wardrobe are like reading these scripts i think clothes are just coming out and throwing on yeah i'm not into it but um, yeah but they meet. i thought it was a nice scene and i thought it actually i was very surprised how much i believed the justification of what kathy wanted to say to her which is like do not include my children in your writing yeah um and i just and creating that early boundary and i really liked when she said look that's you guys are moving quick just don't hurt him again mm-hmm. and she's like I know her. I'm intimately aware of our history. Shut the fuck up, Kaya. It's like you're are really you? not. Because if you are, you wouldn't be trotting these boards again, sweetie. No, 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 no. And uh, you know, it, the funny thing is, is I think if Kathy didn't say something to her about writing about her kids, she would. She would have. Oh, she absolutely would have. And I think she's she still like, going to. Wyatt, here's the social security number. And just like that, Wyatt called me a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Wyatt said, "You're not my mom." Also, I miss Carrie writing. I feel like every time she sits at a computer, I'm this thinking she's going to be open. Like, why doesn't she do? Why isn't she doing her job? Because she doesn't need to. I guess, and I guess you did. She did just publish a book, but you know, in the first Which season, also we see feels her, like it kind of came and went. Like that book, people keep referencing know. this book, and I'm like, wait, did it come out? Uh, yeah, remember she recorded the audio book. Yeah, but like that was like it, it's absurd. This whole show is crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, 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 uh I just I feel like just the idea of Lily and Brady in a band really broke you. It really you know, you Chris, I'm get, broken. You can't, you can't get back. <laughs> like the track has gone off the rails, off the rails and like we're not getting back on. Like I keep trying to center myself again and I can't. You just need to ground yourself, touch the earth for a moment, realize this is fictional. So then Carrie decides to show Aiden the apartment and he shares that she should do this for her. And one thing I wrote here is, is I miss the ambiguity of the first show and the idea that so much of the original show is about what happens when you don't understand the person you love. Mm-hmm. And so much of this show is just everyone e- explicitly saying how they feel. And everyone's like, I get it. And it's like, well, n- wouldn't it have been great had he just said, you should do this for you? in the middle of the episode and we spin the episode with Carrie thinking well this isn't for me it really is for him but is it and like grapple with the sort of misunderstandings that can come from small comments and relationships but instead he says that and then he goes on a whole monologue about like yeah I'll hurt you and you'll hurt me and we'll get over I'm like shut the fuck up he's like we'll get into things and you know also the eight and I knew couldn't say any of that the eight and I knew what a Where's his fried chicken bucket? You know, I just can't look at him. I just can't look at him. And I'm so broken. (laughs) Broken. 
<laughs> you broke me once more. You snapped so, it off. Like what you said, though, I wish that he would have said that in the middle, like you said, the middle of the episode. And then like we would have gotten like more. Like I just want, I want I just less want the old talking structure about of the show. I, I just, want something happens. They sit down and talk about it. <laughs> I Same. Right now, something happens, something. and then they talk about it immediately, and it's over. And instead, we're spending time on, like, oh, look at these oil paintings of these dogs. It's like, I don't give a fuck about Giuseppe. I care about Carrie possibly oh God, buying this million dollar. I totally dollar- forgot about Giuseppe. Yes. I know we talked about him an hour ago. Yeah. But you said his name, and I was like, he was in. The- oh, my God. Yeah. And instead, it's like, we're not getting that. Like, I want no. Carrie to be questioning something. Instead, she's just like, I am so sure about us. I'm like, do you? Are you okay? Because I don't think Aiden's she's, even thinking about shit like that. She says, the man I love doesn't want to be in that apartment to, to Charlotte and Miranda. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that. We have not been privy to the fact that she is now in love with Aiden. The fact that they didn't... We're just supposed to assume. Yeah, but the fact that that moment is dropped so casually Mm -hmm. and not between the two of them or in a way that feels questioned by... Like, Miranda's sole purpose on this show is really to investigate and question Carrie. She has taken a lot just like, wow, that's interesting. She's taking the day off. I think she... Maybe Miranda's just like, oh, I got my own shit going on. Miranda's quit. She's She's locked the fuck out from from trying to keep Carrie from running ragged. Talk about off the tracks. Off the tracks. The trains are not running on time on just like that. No. And for some reason, we don't end on their disgusting kiss in that all-white apartment. We bop back to Carrie's sweat box and see a character who you told me we'd never we'd see never again. We'd never see again. I know. When I saw her bopping down those <laughs> stairs, I was like, oh, God. I hear, a little I knew lady I was named Lisette. And she's being kicked who out of her so apartment. Who just so happens to be being kicked out of her apartment at this exact same time. I'm just like... and Right. So here we go. This is how we're going like, to keep okay, this fucking Lissette's apartment gonna, in the mix. Mm-hmm. Carrie's going to sublet the apartment to Lisette. So when this inevitably busts up with Aiden, we're back in that sweat box. And she says, and just like that, I walked into my apartment without looking backwards. What? I guess Sarah Jessica Parker is known for like always looking over her shoulder. I guess. And then I it played know. that Michael Bublé song Did at the it? end. Yeah. The, you mean the Nina Simone song? No, Michael Bublé. Feeling good? Was it the but Michael it was Bublé his version? version. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just fast forwarded. I was like, no. I just heard the beginning. I was like, no, I, did I was not know. sitting by waiting for the trailer for next week. And it did <laughs> While you had to listen to just Michael Bublé. Yeah. And those like trumpets. And I was like, oh. Ugh. I famously at my old job would refer to the printer as Michael Buble and they go, why are you calling it that? And I was like, because it fucking sucks. Wow. You're not a fan. No. Hate Michael Buble and Josh Groban. Oh, I don't like Josh Groban. So do you not like David Foster? No. Oh. Um, I was going to mention. I famously love David Foster. I was going to mention one other thing, but honestly, who cares? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Was there any fashion you liked in this episode? Um, I thought Charlotte looked really beautiful. She had a floral suit on when she's talking to Miranda on listen, the phone. Listen, if LTW, suit if LTW wasn't so stunning, that outfit she wore to Herbert's event. Was it was inappropriate. Fu- it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she showed up and I was she- like... 
Well, it also didn't help that no one was wearing that color palette, so she looked in, in like looked even bananas. more insane. Yeah. Um, and Carrie at one point is wearing um in a jacket that's sort of paint splattered that I thought was really cute. But with the big she, flower. Yeah, I didn't okay. care for the big flower, but the blue jacket but and the blue jacket with the paint splatter. Okay. But then when she went to see Kitty and Che, and she was wearing a drop skirt and a strange top, I thought. At least it's not plaid. Yeah, I'm glad we're out of the plaid. I think because the season. Oh, has it's back changed. next week. Don't worry, it's back what? next week. Because <laughs> you're killing me with these trailer snippets. Um, I'm kidding. I don't know. I oh, okay. Um, in terms of men, I, I really didn't care for anyone this episode. I guess maybe I'd give it to Harry. Um. He was the. I liked him the most. And just as an FYI to any people out there, you should have a coat rack in the spring. Thank you. He was really, really concerned. The answer is yes, you should. Yeah. But I, so I, no man? There's no one? Not, no. Aiden? No, I'm ladies? so disgusted by everybody. I'm sexless. This episode has made you asexual. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give this out of 10? I would rate this conversation a 10. I would rate this episode a 5. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a five also. Middle of the road. It felt interminably long, but there wasn't anything in it that was so bad. Right. And it all a, just was like a cluster. <laughs> yeah. And uh, guys, I guess apologies. You know, we went negative again, but, but we, we can we, only do so much. It's like I can only talk about what's in front of me. Like, it's not right. like I can make another show. Mm-hmm. I guess we do do that when we're like, this is what should happen. And this is what. Yeah, we we rebuild it. This is The Sims. <laughs> yeah, we break it down and then rebuild it. Like uh, like we are Barbie playing at a dollhouse. Exactly. You know? All right. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week when we discuss episode 10 of In Just Like That Season 2. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen to podcasts. Positive reviews only, please. please. And then go to our Patreon. And yes, you can support us by visiting us at patreon.com slash shortcomingspodcast. Lots of fun content over there, and you can follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at Bravo Historian. Where? Bravo Historian. Oh, on Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I haven't Guys, eaten today. It's just I, a lot. Neither of us have eaten. We saw Aiden in his tidy whities I feel like, um, what are those candies called like a not a slim gym like an i don't know what's happening snickers like an airhead and you know how like you could just snap them like yeah i feel like just that is what this episode has done to us we are two stale airheads broken dolls yeah we're the weird barbies (laughs) this episode is yikes yeah not even just the episode it was this recording you know yeah unhinged you gotta have breakfast before we record we do we do yeah that's a let's make that a goal all right bye bye